This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from all over the world, this is the one and only Game Dev Unchained podcast, the number one podcast for video game development and the lifestyle of video game developers. And this week, I have a special guest host. Just kidding. I know you never fall for that. It is our best friend, Mr. Brent Fam. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode. Please welcome also our special, special guests. That's right. That's plural. It's Yugu <laughs> and Young Zeng. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Welcome. How are you guys doing? Long time no see. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, since the last time we saw you guys, you didn't ship your own game. Like this is a it's a big change. Yeah, pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just for the audience to know. We have two full-time fathers and family men, two full-time game developers, and then on the side, they still manage to come together and make their own project, build it, bug test it, ship it. That's what this week's episode is about. <laughs> that's, I mean, I'm, hats off to you guys for doing that, because that's three things that I never thought I would do all at the same time. Yeah, it's quite a journey, I have to say. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we, we're happy we, we can really finally release this, not cancel it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so before we even get into it, do you guys mind going over your resume, where you worked before, just to give the audience an idea? So you do, yeah, where'd you and, work previously? So, uh, I, uh, basically, I, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm an artist. I, uh, started, uh, the, in the game industry, uh, back in, I think is, uh, 1998, I guess. Yeah, I, I was in. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. I, I lost count. I cannot. I cannot even calculate how many years. But anyways, uh, you know, I, it's back in Chicago. I was, uh, you know, study uh, animation, and uh, all of a sudden, I see, uh, you know, the what's a uh, that game, uh, Final Fantasy or something. Well, anyway. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know the cinematics, uh, yes. you know playing on the screen. It's like oh, that's fun. I have to do it. So, so that's how I started. You know, get into the game industry, and uh, you know all the way to today. And uh, on the way, uh, I first uh, uh, my first job is at a really uh, small studio back in uh, Chicago. It's called uh, Game Refuge. And that's mm-hmm. my uh, starting point, and uh, we're mainly doing like the coin ops uh, games, all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, since my wife moved to, uh, you know, she got a, you know, postdoc offer here. So we just moved over and I started over here in the Bay Area. Uh, started as a, you know, the, the, of course, artist in the small studio called Press Start and doing, start doing console games. Then uh, after that, I uh, mainly worked uh, at uh, uh, Konami of America. <laughs> And then I uh, started, uh, after that, I went to uh, Crystal Dynamics, where I mainly did, uh, you know, the Tomb Raider series. 
mm-hmm. like uh, the you know uh, Underworld, Anniversary, and Legend. Uh, those you know, yeah, all that yeah. jazz. Yeah, yep. and then uh, and then uh, after uh, Crystal Dynamics, uh, I went to uh, uh, I worked at a Sony, uh, actually EA a little bit. Then uh, go went to Sony and uh, like Sony PlayStation Home for for you know for a little bit. And then after that, I uh, you know start working on the you know current studio. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good career. <laughs> yes. started, Final Fantasy it's another long journey. <laughs> yeah, you, you've seen a lot of growth in the game industry. <laughs> Back then. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Jim? Yeah, I'm not have that long. So basically, <laughs> I kind of stuff is simple. So back then, I worked in the game industry like 10 years. Okay. So start from Ubisoft Shanghai, then to the Redstorm Entertainment, still belong to Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Make some games like uh, Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six. Uh, uh, later on, I uh, went to the Activision. Mm-hmm. So right now, I kind of already, already left the game industry working for a major VR company. I could not say the name here. Okay, uh, no problem, yeah. no problem. Yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty simple, just like this. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Yeah, That's well, awesome. one of the toughest things we, we always go over is that you're, you're having to maintain a job, you're having to maintain a family, and then any outside time of that, if you want to do an independent project, if you want to do things on the side, you want to try new things, it's pretty much you sacrificing sleep, right? You're not sleeping. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes so, you, you want to watch uh, Netflix, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's, it's always a struggle. <laughs> It's always a struggle. Yeah. So what was yeah, uh, totally. what was that like? Was uh, <clears throat> I'm sure there was some a rough bump at the very beginning of the road to get used to this new schedule. You guys are obviously pushing. So I mean, what was it? Pure drive that you guys, you know, I really want to try something. And uh, like, h- how did you guys get into the habit of finally getting it and seeing it through finish? Because that's an impressive part. Like just finishing something. <laughs> Yeah. anything really just finish to me i i would say the the beginning uh, to me at least to me i think the beginning is not the hard part because when you decide to start a project to do this and it, it's kind of you know a honeymoon uh, you know time period you got so excited and you know it's it definitely it's easier to drive through i think it's the middle part mm-hmm. it's like one the you know the the development is like taking way longer than you expected and you 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 have to you know cut off certain features you really wanted because you run out of time you run out of a resource all that stuff and then you have to really consider how can we you know how can I finish this project? Then that's that's uh, actually in the middle part. It's really a struggle time period. At least uh, how I feel is like, okay, we have to drive through all this. We have to finish this, and then after that time period is it's ending. It's still hard, but I think at least you see end of the tunnel. So there is hope so you, you can keep going that, that's my experience i don't know what what do you think about that john the uh, jen yeah i definitely agree the easy part is the beginning you got very excited you keep thinking you're going to make an awesome game right yeah <laughs> yeah but after a while so you 
you already you acted at the beginning. We are no, we have limited resource, limited time. So we plan to do a very small game, but still, still mm-hmm. is like a more complex than what you thought. Yeah. Then, then after you got more and more difficulty, you have a lot of life changements there. Uh, you're gonna take care of the kids. You don't have time. You need uh, you need move move your house or something like that. <laughs> so you got a you got a lot of delays something like that. But uh, kind of for me. What drive me finish this one actually is my partner is is you go, right? Oh, so nice. once you have a partner, you, you know ah, you can't just give up this work. You, you gotta finish it. There are already a lot of content there, right? Yeah, that's. So, I think I agree with other. The the I cannot agree that more is like, if you purely working on your own, it's your own project. You're working in the dark all alone. It probably. You will fail. Oh, I mean, you have to have extra driven for that. Yeah, right. If you right. if you two guys working on it, it's yeah. it's quite different because one it's like you you getting lazy or you're really tired. You might give up, and the other side just calling over and say, "Hey, should we uh, work on that a little bit or something?" Uh, you know, you you have some time. Maybe we should you know keep working on this. Then you, it's it's like another force to you know, to push you a little bit. Then we all start working, so force you back to the track and keep going. So it's it's it's. Uh, I think that's very important to for us to finish this. It's like at least at one time, you know, one one person have a little bit more energy, try to push the the project or you know keep going. Then we just keep going. So that's that's uh that's quite uh yeah quite helpful. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a gold nugget right there for the audience. Just to kind of reiterate and wrap some of this, you definitely have an advantage when you're working with a good partner because when the energies are offset, you know that if someone is going to slack, someone can notice that. There's accountabilities, but one of the two partners in your group, and also with Brandon and I, we've experienced this very often, and even today. Where someone will be like, hey, man, you know, hang in there, keep pushing, let's go, let's do this. Like you have someone who's with you, but also motivating you. And that role will bounce between people in the partnership. So it's always good because you're never going to always be at your best. But when you're at your worst, your partner can see that and like try to help motivate you or to try to keep the project going. So that's definitely a pro tip that I can co-sign as well. Always look for a good partner to work with. Right. Yeah, couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, it's so important to have like that tag team dynamic. Like when I'm down, you're up. When you're up, I'm down. Well, I guess I'm always down <laughs> in that scenario. But I mean, like whenever it gets bad, you know, your partner is there to push you along. But Gian, like you, uh, you did the extra effort. You were making a human being during this whole. <laughs> I mean, how long was this development? A year. A year plus? Well, if you talk from the first line of the code or first uh, content, actually, it's already two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah, it's already two yeah. years. But, but definitely, there is some, 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 like, uh, some period, like uh, several months, we, we have no working there. <laughs> we have some, some window there. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, from the beginning, it's a really, really long time ago. So how was that balance? Like, obviously, you were making uh, this game. Uh, before the baby was made, <laughs> but like there was a certain certain time period where your wife is probably like very pregnant and looking at you, and you're trying to finish this game. You know, I'm sure you got the stink eye. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. It's like, yeah, why, why are you spending time on this? You gotta make a baby. 
<laughs> yeah, I think uh, I should say say a lot of thanks to my wife. Mm-hmm. I really yes. so. Yeah, I, so from the beginning, she no, we're not make, making this game for mm-hmm. money or for some uh, stuff like that, financial stuff like that. You know, I just want to make it. It's mm-hmm. kind of my hobby stuff. Mm-hmm. So once we got some time, for example, the, the kids sleep, so everything is okay. I'll ask her. I'll go downstairs, <laughs> do my stuff a little bit there. Yeah. So she she will take everything else. So oh. A lot of stuff like that. And uh, we sometimes the, the time is pretty fragments, right? So you pretty much got a half hour, then you sit there, think about 15 minutes of what should I do, then do 10 minutes work, 10 minutes work there. <laughs> So the third and fourth uh, developers of your team were the wise. Yeah. <laughs> right, shout out to the wise. Yeah, you have to have a you know support. <laughs> yeah. There's a producers slash QA in the back. Yeah. 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 Say QA. Uh, uh, that that's uh my kids. Yeah. <laughs> my kids is my QA. Mm. Well, speaking of your kids, you you you're, you're kind of in a similar situation, but your kids are a little bit older. So how is that? Like having them to being around and just testing whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, at the very beginning, you know, it, there's nothing really for them to uh, to test out. But definitely, it's like uh, their feedback is def- is very valuable to me because if I do something and they're saying, "Nah, I'm not into that," it's definitely something something you know i should be careful of so it's is i think it's on that side is very helpful and uh, mm-hmm. to the end we close to finish a lot of features and the tune-ups is definitely you know they 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 definitely help me a lot i just let them play and i force them <laughs> or or you know beg them to play and see how they react to uh, to the game to uh, to the you know all the things we're doing and see you know if things worked or not is is it's quite helpful and uh, i guess for schedule wise i think uh since i have older kids so I'm not like Jen is like I have to, you know, take care of them to go to bed or all that. But I guess uh, to me is like I think Jen is mostly like a a, a, that's our difference. It's like we're working on a different time period pretty much. Yeah, uh, very synchronized actually. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, I think uh, Jen is kind of a late night person. To me, uh, I'm kind of half and half. It's because uh, for like the, the older one, he's in the, the the swim team. He's like a water polo team, so they have morning practice. I have to get up six o'clock and send him to school, mm-hmm. and then after that, it's like okay, that's all my time. I, I don't have to do anything since I already sent him to school, and he's 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 in school now. So pretty much like from uh, six thirty to maybe nine or something. I, I I live really close to work, so it's like I can, you know, last to, to last minute and then run out to work. So I have that time period, you know, put it out and scheduled out for my work. So a lot of, uh, quite a bit of work actually done in that time period. And another uh, thing we we kind of work together, I think it's, uh, I, think, I think before Jen moved and uh, we, I think every, almost like every week or every other week, we will 
uh, you know, I would go to either I go to his place or he come to my place. The one before he moved, we live really close. So we just uh, at least one night we'll work together and, you know, shoot back and forth ideas and like, you know, face to face work together and, you know, get things. I think that that's a very uh, efficient way to work, you know, get things done uh, as well, which is just spend a night just to work on the things uh, very important. Then we split and work on our, you know, on, on our own to finish our own part. Then at least at one one night, we we, we, we sit together and see what worked, what doesn't. And Jen is, is, is his programmer, he's really good at typing. I'm, I suck at it. So he typed really <laughs> fast. So he's just the type all the long sheet of list of notes and the way we just uh, have you know nailed down the, the next go next uh, what we should do the next go is, and then uh, we just split and work on it, and before next you know finish the all the list and then we make meet again. So that, that's pretty much how we worked uh, at the very beginning. I think to the end and then uh, Jen uh, moved away, so it's it's too far away. I have to drive like at least twenty to thirty minutes to his place. Mm -hmm. So what happened is like uh, usually we just work on on weekends. I like uh, since we all have kids, so weekends are pretty much devoted for kids' time, kids' yeah. activities, right? So we 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 just try to get at least uh, you know one afternoon, like usually Sunday afternoon. We get together to work together like like before. So usually I I go to his place and and we just you know spend that Sunday afternoon to work together to get something done there. So that's pretty much how we block out our time. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So you were mentioning like one night. I'm I'm guessing one night per week. Is that what you mean? Yeah, a one one yeah one night per week or two weeks. It depends on how long our list is. Right. So did yeah. you guys start out like uh, trying just purely working online, and then eventually uh, going into meeting? Uh, I mean, what was the decision? Made? Yeah, we pretty much like uh, mostly we using Slack to work online. Yeah. So, but uh, after one week or two week, we need to think. The, yeah. the problem is without a face-to-face -face communication, you think you think the other person understands you, but actually you're not. Mm -hmm. so you, you, very often, you, you, you actually this, we are working on the stuff we, we are not agree with. That would be wrong, right? Yeah. So after the face-to-face -face communication, we pretty much can clear what next week we're working on the right thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, like I feel that's. So important. Like I, I'm, I'm starting to realize this. Like Larry and I are always doing this, this kind of stuff on the side. But like, even with all the online programs and uh, things like Slack and and Trello and and all these other uh, software that is supposedly to make it easier for you, um, it it is difficult to try to uh, get on the same page sometimes. Even though I see them all the time, but it's not like uh, you know it'd be nice if once a week we can just sit down and just crank out five hours just to to sync up. Right, mm -hmm. like, right, right, right. That's the one yeah, thing yeah, that it, I see. That, that's very beneficial to what you guys are doing, obviously. Yeah. Also, it's kind of very important for me that you use any online tool like Slack or whatever, so you can't argument on the, on the, on the tool. Face-to-face, <laughs> -face, they give you a chance to argument. Argument is actually very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and the language and the, the expressions, 
you know, it emphasizes how it's way effective than typing words. It's yes. like if, if you have strong feeling of it, you speak to the face. Yeah. <laughs> that that's very efficient. And, and I think uh, to the end, we also start because we we were kind of back and forth about we ran off time. And to the end, I, I think it's also quite effective is we we're, we FaceTime. We just, uh, you know, I put up my my uh, iPad and maybe Jim put up his iPad. We just work remotely from home, but we have, uh, you know, the other side on the iPad. So we, we see each other. We see what's a reaction he, 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 where we're getting from from the other side. Mm -hmm. So that's very effective too. So, for, but the, the only thing is like you talk really loud, you have to, you know, get away from your family. You're, you're, <laughs> so we have to go to our own little man cave and isolated from the rest of the family. And then we can chat and just uh, work together and also have, you know, the FaceTime on the side and, you know, communicate that, that way. It, it's actually help a lot. It, yeah. It's definitely is better than you just type on, on Slack. It's, it's definitely works uh, much, much better. I think that's a way, you know, it's, it's also helped a lot. Yeah. So, uh, Jen, uh, you, you kind of went over his schedule. Do you mind kind of going over your, your kind of schedule for the last two years to, to make this work from the very beginning? Uh, not too much detail, but just kind of give the, the people the, an idea of how it was like. Uh, how about time? Yeah, just the time you spent, you know, from work and then came home and family and then what? I mean, Yugi was mentioning his, his his time that he gets the most work done is from 6.30 to 9.30 a.m. in the morning. That's pretty interesting. Um, how was yours here? Late night? Yeah, my, yeah, my pretty much all doing like a after 11 p.m. So the reason is that yeah, I have a, have a three years old, uh, uh, three years old boy. Mm -hmm. He pretty much need me to help him to sleep. I need to have the story, do the other other stuff. But uh, most time, after everything is done, it's already ten p.m. Something like that. Yeah. If we got ten p.m., it's a good day actually. Sometimes he just don't want to sleep. Maybe it's already twelve. Then I have to give mm. up. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> sorry, you know how <clears throat> how engineer works. So, basically, engineer need some kind of context switching time to start work. So I start from eleven. I sit here. I pretty much need fifteen minutes to to know what I'm going to work on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I figure it out, I probably I pretty much got a while or to work the to. Uh, to the midnight. Sometimes I got too excited. Maybe I just work at two or three p.m. Mm. If it's a it's weekend day. The other times, just I just I have this scene. I'm I'm keep thinking I I want to finish right. Mm. You just got any time you want. For for example, when the kid take a snap, take a nap, mm. you probably go there to figure something out. Then for the weekend, sometimes my wife, he, he, he can help me a little bit. So she, she, she can, she can take the two kids that I got some time to work. It's pretty much very irregular at the time, but hard to control. But because you have this thing, you, you want to do, you just want to get any time mm -hmm. do this work. You have to give up to watch Netflix, play games sometimes. 
<laughs> so speaking of transitions into, you know, Netflix and playing games and taking time for yourself, you guys have been developing a game together for over two years. And you said that there was a spell where, you know, not a lot of work got done at all. What do you do to kind of get the motivation going again when you've put a project down for a while and you come back to it and you're like, oh, hey, this old game I was working on, let me start working again. How do you overcome that, That I guess, that transition? For me, I can I don't know. But I just kind of don't want to give up a thing. Like, you can't finish. I really hate that feeling. Also, the reason is because you have a partner, right? You, you, you don't want to hey, make a lot of great content that essentially you throw it away. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest motivation. I want to make this thing done. I, I want to, I want my partner to work also valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. I feel I have the same feeling. I think that's a, back to that that point. It's like if you have a good partner is like you both just uh, you know pushing things all together to the to the to the finish line is very important i guess we, we both have uh, downtimes and we just uh, couldn't we're so tired we couldn't get it going and then at at least at you know at probably sometimes one of us will start saying let's let, let's start again don't mm. stop <laughs> so that, that's quite important it's a mm. yeah it's a, a definitely yeah it's a, it's a it's a it's definitely a must it's like mm. you you need to have someone either you know we, we don't have producers are we we we're out all on our own but you know you have a good good partner to work together then uh, you know that's that's already you you already ha- have a success there Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, another thing I think uh, kind of important is so when we doing this game, we often got some other exciting ideas, right? We want to try. You often have the like, uh, like, like uh, you want to you want to do so, a new game, right? Yeah. So the thing you 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 thinking that I have to finish this one. So before you do, I try anything new. Then, that can be understood uh, like a negative way or positive way. You think positively, so so this this kind of a motivation drive you finish your current game because after you <laughs> finish that, you can start new stuff. Mm, okay, that's yeah. smart. Yeah, that's that sounds like uh, you uh, you trick the little kid. It's like oh, if you want to have this, you have to finish this. Yeah. You want to eat uh, the good stuff, you have to eat the vegetable first. Yeah, Something if you want like your that. ice cream, you got to eat your greens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so man. I guess that's yeah, a motivation. <laughs> yeah, because really, if you, you can't finish this one, how can you tell you can finish the next one? Right? Yeah. Well, is there a specific time that you guys can reference uh, one or two or three times where you guys or one of you guys were pretty close to like uh, I don't know uh, I I want to stop, and what made you guys keep going? It could be the reasons you guys gave, but is there a specific time during development? You know, when in development was it like a year in or six months in, something like that? I think to <sighs> me, I never have that feeling. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it up. I guess to me is I just always kind of thinking when we can start again. It's like when the downtime comes, uh, when I lost my energy, I just uh, couldn't get it going. I just uh, feel like okay, let's uh, let's put it there, and um, if you know, 
I, I know either maybe someday I will get up again or Jan will call me is that let's keep going. Don't 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 just stay there. I think uh, really never to to me at least on my part I never really think of just give it up. It's just the time. It's like how long this will take. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just feel like this is take too long. It's not a big project. It's just because we simply just don't have enough time. It's it's just that. But but it's it's not like I'm going to give this up. Mm -hmm. It's like I want to do more, but I want to finish. Like Jen said, we want we 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 want to do more fun stuff, but we have to finish this one. This one is the first one. If you don't finish the first one, how can you imagine you can finish the second one? Right. You might give up again. Yeah. So that's that's the, our mindset. I, at least from my part, I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Jen? Uh, we never really talk about it. We when we are downtime, we simply just stop talking to each other. Really <laughs> we don't talk to each other. We, we don't even say, "Oh man, this is hard." We never walking, really say that. Walking in memory is like, it's like we <laughs> yeah, can't. Well, yeah. Please, Jen, we'll give well, you all your well, memory. Was, I don't remember. Let me rephrase it a bit. Like before, Jen, maybe this can go into your your answer, Jen. But like, when was your worst time? I think. In, uh, in in your two-year development. It doesn't have to be where you guys were close to quitting, but when was the worst time where it's like, uh, I need like three weeks off or a month off or something like that? Well, I think for us, because it's really a part-time project, it's kind of really not that difficult. It's not like you have to finish it. The pressure not that high, right? So when have some time, you really don't want to work. You just don't work. That's okay. <laughs> so we never reaching the point like I really hate this stuff. I I I, I want to give up. But it's it's like you can just a little bit lazy. But after a while, after you take some time, take a rest, you want to keep working. You come on, you want to finish it. So let me kind of go back all the way to the beginning a bit, just to. Uh, go in more detail like what you guys are uh, been in the industry for a long time you guys work at awesome companies right so what was the driving force here to to do this I mean I know this project is VR was it literally something you wanted just to test the waters with it's like you know VR is awesome I, I want to try this uh, how, how did it go about and what, what inspired you guys to, to take on this two-year journey together yeah, for me, it's actually, <laughs> I'm always a virtual reality fan. So when mm -hmm. it started, I kind of got very excited. Like what you said, this project at the beginning is really just a test of water. Mm -hmm. we, 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 at the beginning, we, we, we even think it's just a demo. We didn't really prepare to shape it. But after we put some work there, we kind of want to finish it there. So, you know, for me, <laughs> Even in the just in the industry for a long time, for ten years, but I'm a rendering engineer, always working on the low level engine graphics stuff. Mm -hmm. I never did that game for myself. Mm -hmm. Basically, I never built a gameplay engineer. Mm -hmm. So this is the, the very interesting part is doing your own stuff, right? So not only you can be gameplay engineer, writing all those stuff game logic, you also can be the designer. You do whatever you want in the game. That's a, a very fun part for me. Mm -hmm. awesome. yeah. How about you? you? Yeah, I think from my part is, uh, you know, as an artist, you work, uh, you know, in so many companies, uh, so many projects. 
but it's 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 always like it's they're really good project. I have really I had a lot of fun doing those, and and just uh, you know, you, as artists, you always have an ET corner in your heart. It's like I want to do something, you know, on my own. It's like I can I can do something. It's like uh, because when you work in a big team, big company, you, you pretty much do. It's it's I think a previous episode on on the. Uh, the game dev and chain is someone already talked about. It. It's like you're pretty much on the on the assembling line. You're 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 small. You're you're working a part of the thing. You you can be really crafted and do the things. The the one thing, the the your discipline, uh, the the part of your job, you can do it really well. But it's that's it. You stop there, and people telling you what to do. That's pretty much. It's like you you don't have a big picture of everything. Mm-hmm. I, I, just like Jen said, it's like if you don't do uh, your own side project, you you probably never will be able to to finish almost every aspect of the the game production, even out of your 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 uh, you know daily you know even your your uh, you know professional role. It's like I'm an artist. I only do art. Maybe I you know I got interested. I want to do some script or I want to design some game. That's that's I think that's why we all start doing games is because the first place we want to get into the, the, the game industry is because we like to play games and we're also really into to make games, to make fun games. Make the games you think it will be fun, at least to yourself. You said, this is my idea. I like this idea. I want to you know, execute it and see if other people like it. So it's, it's, it's very fulfilling fulfilling to to yourself it's it's like you know it's satisfying yourself like and you know scratch your itchy corner in your heart so this is the first game that you guys developed together yes are we going to see more come from you guys think so of course <laughs> okay so here's the big question your first game that you guys made together is a virtual reality game was there any reason why you start in VR? Like, that's kind of jumping in the deep end. It's new technology, you know? Did you have a device when you even started? Or were you just like, you know what, screw it. We want to make a VR game. We're just going to do it no matter what. How, how was that? Okay, so to me, uh, we, we definitely, we both got, a, got the gear before we started. Oh, okay. So when the, so when we started, actually um, the DK two just came out. I think uh, or DK one. I think uh, right after we we decided to do it, DK two came out. So I got DK two. I think did Jen got Jen? Did you got DK two as well? Yeah, I got it first. Yeah, he got first. Yeah, he. So pretty much uh, before we we didn't we didn't even think about it. Uh, we we're just good friend in the company. We didn't even talk about what to do a project together. It's just a, when the, the VR thing came out, we just got, got so excited and uh, we just see the potential of it and it's new tech and also it's fun. And I, I guess that's how I got got dragged into this and I, I think, you know, we should do something. And then one day I met Jen and uh, we, we're, we're, we're just chatting and all of a sudden it was, you know, I was saying, how about we uh, do something together Let's with this thing? Yeah, we yeah. See, it's like a little boy got a new toy and uh, what can I do with it? That type of thing. At least uh, this is my story. I don't know. Uh, what about you, Jen? Yeah, I think I have more details. 
So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think my story's better. <laughs> I got bad, bad memories. <laughs> at the beginning, I think uh, we have a group of guys in the company. Uh, uh, VR fans. So basically, uh, we talk about the VR stuff. That actually created a mail list in, in the company. Uh, you you inside the company. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of people join. So mm-hmm. one day, Yugu joined also. Then we start talking about uh, how about we make a VR game on our own. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Actually, uh, the, the 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 VR group is still uh, you know the mailing list is still there, but uh, seems like uh, most of the people uh, just left, <laughs> joined the VR group, <laughs> joined VR companies already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my previous boss pretty much hate that group because that group leads many people's lives to go to the VR industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much all the all the people, except you know, I'm still there. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, a lot of people left in that group. Jeez. So like we, we talked about this so many times before, and Nigu and even Jin, like you guys been in the industry for a while. Like this is the first time. Where I've seen a technology, at least in my career, uh, and and you you can probably speak on this a lot more, uh, being in the industry longer, but like where technology came out, where everyone just all developers and even uh, uh, just fans or uh, gamers just can try on a VR headset and immediately be convinced and have a million ideas uh, uh, just come racing at them, right? So uh, I'm not surprised that, you know, the more you play with VR as a developer, even as a hobbyist, the more you kind of want to just see what else and how much more you can do with it uh, if you had eight hours uh, dedicated to it. But, like, even in your free time, it's just so much fun. Like, the feedback of just standing there in the VR world and just looking around is already, like, a type of game experience that I haven't seen for a long time. Like, I haven't felt that way for a while. And I was wondering what you guys felt when you guys first put it on and like, okay, this is this is crazy. Yeah. I think uh, the virtual reality is really a tech. A lot of de- developers dreaming like uh, many years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Developers not like the, uh, the, the mass market player. You need to put a headset on that you start to know how awesome the VR is. I think for developers, a lot of guys, before we try that, we already know this stuff. We're dreaming someday this VR can can, can enter our life. But finally, it becomes true. We try that, we see the possibilities there, and we see there's a potential platform there. It's really like a dreams come true. Then we finally, we can do some stuff out of, the, out of that platform. That's for me. Yeah, I think for me, uh, one when, when I first time you know try on my first DK DK two, I just got I just got so excited, and I think is it's really good. It's totally empower you know our game developers since we already you know developing games, and transition to VR is is really it's not that hard for us. I think it's the tech is already there. It's so much potential there. And it's so much fun, so immersive. You know, the, the experience is so great. So I, I just dragged in, got dragged in into it, you know, right away. 
and also it's I feel like you know this is my tool. I can I can definitely work on it because I already I'm I'm already in it. I just I you I have the, the the skill to develop this thing, so develop the content for this thing. So it's 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 to. It's definitely an exciting thing for uh, for game developers. Yeah, it's it's that's that's I'm totally into it. That's that's how we started. So, yeah, pretty exciting time. It's just uh, now now it's just uh, what can we do with it and do something really can you know really can 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 let people really enjoy the true potential of, of this this device, this new tech, because it still have a long way to go. It's, it's not an easy, you know, not easy accessible. It's like, it's still, if you're not a tech person, yeah, you probably will have big headache to uh, to deal with it. So, but uh, yeah. But but to us, it's just a big boy is the big toy. It's just like it. Yeah. 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 Also, I want to mention actually. Currently, the, all the Indian developers they are pretty, very very lucky. We have the the very good tool. We have the Unity Unreal stuff there. They they already did everything there, right? So basically, you don't need to integrate the SDK yourself. It's a, you just open the engine, it's very easy to start working. This is, this is not imaginable like several years ago. Back, back then, like seven or six years ago, I don't remember. But I also can think I tried to start a small game myself. Then I started writing my own engine. You, you know what will happen after two two months I give up. <laughs> so maybe that's another uh, another reason that Jen said I cannot give up this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one part of the reason. So basically, right now with the, the the good tool there, you really can work on the game yourself. You don't need mm. to make all the fundamental stuff or make it take a year's work there. Haven't started your game yet. So, what's the one thing that you learned, both of you guys, uh, in this one in this experience that you know is like, okay, this is something that I'm going to add to my workflow because it worked really well. Like, did you pick up a great shortcut in developing your first game that you're going to carry over to your next game? Like one one great tip that we can give the audience that's also interested in making games themselves. Uh, for me, I think the way we can't communicate actually. We pretty much we will keep that. So we okay. use a bunch of outline tools, and uh, we have uh, the weekly thinking stuff. Okay. I think it is already proven to be an efficient way it works. Uh, also, all this like uh, like what I said, using commercial engine, don't write your own engine. Okay, so <laughs> definitely using commercial engines and don't use your own engine. Definitely, hundred percent. Co-signed to that. <laughs> yeah. So unless you have a lot of time, right? Yeah. That's a different story. Yeah. 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 I think one of the biggest strengths, and you go. Uh, I'll let you finish. Add on to that if you have your own take. But what I'm hearing is that you know whatever you have so little time as a developer as is, right? So if you're a full-time developer, you're you're obviously you can't jump ship or or do anything else, right? You're just testing the waters, you're playing around, getting your first game out there from start to finish, trying to figure out 
the workflow of things. Um, you really can't stack the odds against you by creating your own engine or uh, doing a, a game design that is so far fetched for two people, right? That's that's over scoping things. Right? You, you gotta really set yourself for success in any way possible, and most of that is just giving yourself a respectable amount of time to finish something. Um, which I, I kind of want to ask, and you, I'll definitely let you finish the point that Larry was uh, asking questions before, but if you can include, like, did you guys, uh, when you started, have, like, an actual estimate of when you guys wanted to wrap this up? Yeah, I think that that will be, you know, this is a, this actually uh, one stone for two birds. I think that's <laughs> another definitely thing so we, we, we need to keep in mind is like the scoping is like, uh, you know, if you only have a two-man team and you want to finish a project, just definitely, I think from day one, we, we, we just said, okay, we're a small team. We have very limited resource, very limited time. So let's, let's scope it down to a, uh, a project we actually can finish. Even that would take way longer than what we, uh, you know, initially, you know, planned. Of course, it's uh, other other things, but still, it's like when you start, you when you start a project, you you aiming low, and then things will add to it because the game it has to be fun it's like it's not like oh it's it's working none of this done the game has to be fun otherwise there's no point to make a game so to in, in order to make the game fun you always want to to you know change to add stuff but just to keep that in mind just keep your you know keep scoping your stuff and and that's what actually we did it so we can actually finish the game is like we constantly try to try to talk out you know each other it's like okay this how much this will will cost how much longer we're gonna do this and then we we, we decide whether we want to do it or we want to cut it so the scoping is very important and don't scope it to don't don't try to do a super gigantic awesome epic you know game you cannot swallow a project you can definitely cannot finish so just aiming small Try to finish it, <laughs> yeah. But in the, it, and don't sacrifice the fun. If you sacrifice the fun, you you lost the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I also want to add add one point. Like, uh, I think uh, for a small team when you do a game, at the beginning, don't over design the game. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, sometimes you you want to design like uh, because you want to control the scope of the game. You kind of want to write down everything that. Mm -hmm say how much it works there so we got a accurate estimate time but uh, in fact you'll never be able to achieve that so you you, uh, you, you think about a long time ago that the game when we start what kind of game we plan to do compared to the game we, we delivered is totally different game so all your work to put it there trying to design the every detail is just wasting time you just get a bigger picture, then start working that. So once the pro problem coming, you solve the problem. A lot of yeah. stuff, it, it just not like what you thought. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I think I agree with that. It's like if you uh, if you have too much detail to nail down, and then you you start working on it, and you probably will soon, very soon, you'll realize something just don't work. 
and you wasted a lot of time just planning it. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, for a little team, like, you know, a small team, you try to achieve uh, your goal. I think uh, maybe sometimes not totally, you know, iron out plan, maybe it works for you because you will see things will change. So that will probably save you some time to, uh, the, of course, you need a basic bottom line and, you know, basic, uh, you know, flow, the game flow, game design, basic idea, but the, don't go too much detail on it. Don't spend too much time on the details because sometimes you'll realize you wasted your time on that. Yeah, you just start with a small thing. It, it should be fun. You keep it spinning. Maybe it grow bigger and bigger, something like that. Yeah. I feel like with any project, especially if you're doing things on the side, I, I feel like there's just, uh, there are just always uh, these walls of stopping. <laughs> like, at least for me, like, there's so many reasons to stop, right? And every week there's, like, a new reason. And a lot of that finishing is just, like, going over those walls over and over again. And I, I guess it's one of those, like, classic just... Uh, weeding out the week in, in this like long journey of like th- 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 there's a reason why not every developer is doing this right it takes a lot of time and dedication uh, from your time and dedication to everything else in your life right so uh, man it's 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 so it's classic to say but it's so important to hear it over and over again is is finishing Finishing in any aspects, you know, small or big, is so important to keep a person yeah. going. Like yeah, once totally. You nail, yeah, once you nail that process, it gets easier, right? It's like, well, we've done this before. And then maybe the second project is a little faster and then the third project, you know. I think the, the yeah. mistake uh, that most developers get into is like they feel like the first game is going to be this mega hit. Right, this masterpiece. But it's like, no, nice. you're, you're kind of figuring out your schedule. <laughs> but can I? Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I keep my wife while <laughs> I make this game? It's like that's my first goal. Can I? I can I? Can I pull this off? <laughs> yeah. Make sure your son still recognizes you. <laughs> yeah. That's ex- yeah. That's very true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's totally quite a journey. I think uh, add to that is uh, I think since we both work at as a you know in the in the professional studios like big companies, so I think we uh, at least we we know you know how you know some good tool, some good flow, some good method to to. To uh, you know the 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 good process is so at least we know some of them you know and also you know because i think one one side is we can have all the good stuff from the big companies workflow and we have also our own strengths is because we we have we, we only have two guys on the team two months team it's actually more efficient communication it's commu- communication wise it's more you know easy than a big team like a big team become way harder to communicate a, even one single little thing but for us we just sit together or even face facetime we we solve it 
it's it's I think that's also it's it's uh you know downside and also upside. It's like you know we benefit also benefit from it. We work more efficiently than the big teams, so we can actually you know achieve our results way quicker. Yeah, so that's that's um definitely another poem I want to add to it. Yeah, I think that's also a reason why you kind of don't need very detailed design because what you really want to communicate really. You have a small team. You only have two person. You have better communication than using the those design docs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the turnaround is really fast. It's not like mm -hmm. from top chain to the bottom. You you have to work. You know, it's like one tell the other. Is my guy will tell your guy, and your guy will tell his guy. It's that type of thing. It's like the communication is more efficient in the small team to uh, to finish a project. So. Aiming small and uh, you know communicate and uh, you know good good partner is very important. <laughs> I have to ask this one last question. Now, did you know two years ago that your game was going to be done in time for the holiday season? That's the main question. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <you> may, <laughs> tell me, did you plan it to be this way, or how did things go? Well, the, the answer is very simple. Two years ago. We want to deliver this game for 2014 holiday. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is that, oh yeah, is that 2014 or 2015? 50, I thought 50. it's for 15, 15, right? oh, 15, 2015. Yeah. I I don't remember we started that early though. Is it? But anyway, I think initially we we try to to finish this this game uh, for yeah one year earlier than this. It's definitely designed for the holiday. It's for winter season. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it's a winter theme. The game we 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 purposely try to do a winter theme for winter. That's yeah. where where initial plan is. And then everything just uh, out of the window. <laughs> that's that's another why there is a downtime because summer comes. It's like there's no purpose to do it. <laughs> and I think uh, that reminds me. At one time, I would think maybe we should just change it to a you know water a water balloon game or something instead of doing the, the you know the snowball fight. The, you know, it's yeah. It's I doesn't remember that initially we tried to you know. You know, finish this thing. You know, for last year. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not too late to make a water balloon game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe uh, you know the extensions or <laughs> add-ons. <laughs> yeah, and I know this year we definitely put an extra push there for making the finish. If mm -hmm. we we don't know the holiday is coming, it probably will take a even longer hit of it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, cool. well, I mean, it's good to to. To, to know right there it's like usually it takes about twice as long as you originally planned because the outlook of what happens within that year um really push everything back i mean i might start the year with like an agenda i was like this year i probably will have this schedule right uh judging from my last year experience but then things happen all the time and so that just pushes back things as we go and then design changes and all that so usually i feel like it's two times the amount of what you originally planned even if you guys are like full-blown professionals who've done this many many times it's like but you guys have never been hobbyists on the side doing this so it's like everyone it's like everyone's first time no matter what um even though you're professional developers you know, it's, it's a whole different thing 
just like this is nighttime yugu and jin <laughs> it's, like, it's like completely different developers like no sleep yugu and jin you know it's like it's very different. right actually the, the work we are doing in this game is kind of very different with the work we are doing in the game studio mm-hmm. like what i said i'm kind of a rendering engineer there here uh in this game i think i almost didn't write any line or graphics code in this game. <laughs> it's, it's all about the other works yeah. and the gameplay stuff. Yeah, to me, it's very fulfilling too, is because, you know, I'm a, you know, environment artist. Usually I just, you know, do little game levels. And to me, this time I just full blow, do whatever I want. It's like, okay, this is all, all I will do everything. And from from the modeling character, uh, you know, rigging, it's, it's good uh, to uh, to experience all the different disciplines. Uh, you know, usually day by day job, you probably won't be able to even do it in the bigger, biggest studio. Small studio, yes, but bigger studio, you, you don't you don't even think about it. But this time around, as an indie developer, you can just enjoy your Yourself, do all the stuff and remember oh that's uh you know used to be that fun huh? I, I almost forgot it so it's uh, it's it's hard work but it's also it's really fun as an artist to to do all the stuff and you know reminds you know when you're a student you <laughs> you spend all night try to uh, finish your project all that stuff and now it's like okay i'm doing it again i feel it's all oh, this is still fun something like that <laughs> you know I, yeah. I totally get you like it, it's definitely an enlightening and fulfilling type of experience to to do like a, a smaller game uh and then you wearing multiple hats like i always think back like what what was that college student like uh you know, I, I definitely had a different idea of what the industry is. And then going back, uh, you know, fast forward 10 years, uh, I come out of it, you know, with more skills. But I, I felt like I kind of lost that, 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 that spirit that I had beginning in the industry where I was very ambitious. Uh, I, I loved every part of the game uh, design, like uh, creating assets, game design, all that stuff. And, and then... You know, finally, if going back in the hobby, uh, I get reminded, like, oh yeah, you know, all all these different processes, and making this game, doing things that I normally wouldn't do on my day job is, is kind of fun. I'm like, oh, what about this? You know, oh, I don't actually have to get it approved anymore. So, I, <laughs> in, a, yeah. in a short sense, like I, I'm less, I'm less jaded. As in, like, uh, you know, I don't have to really check with anyone. I can make a game. And now with professional experience, I know what's what's terrible and what's not. Sort of, right? Um, you know, even with that. But, like, uh, it's, 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 it's kind of like... Uh, I don't know. Creatively running in in the in the field. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. That's what it feels think, like. Yeah. I think that yeah. actually, although it's hard and you lose you lose sleep, all that stuff, but also actually energize you from the you know in some way right mm-hmm. it's like you day by day you 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 work in the professional environment and divide big games all that stuff you you get lost you get so tired and then you work on some little things on the side it's just change your mindset and then got you something fresh and you know it, it's it's just balance it out to me i mm-hmm. think 
It's, and also, if you finish the project, is you have something out there. It's also very. It's it's a, some you know. It's big or small. It's an achievement. It's, it's it's like you play game. You got an achievement. It's uh, it's quite yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, actually, in the whole process, uh, you actually surprised me with how how many talent he have. <laughs> I never know he can do a very good music. So in my mind, it always think it's a super difficult thing. But uh, if you check our game, it's like, uh, we have four or five music there. It's pretty excited. I never think uh, my partner can do that, but uh, he totally delivered. <laughs> <laughs> I have my tools, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's quite a fun journey. Holy, yeah. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, it is that time that I promised you. Brandon and I have asked all the questions that we could think of in over a week's worth of discussions before interviewing you guys, and you've earned it. This is our special reward for you guys coming on this podcast and sharing these wonderful stories with our audience. So Brandon and I are going to be quiet while you guys promote, advocate, draw attention to, or just go ahead and shout out anything that's very important to you right now as your reward for being on our wonderful podcast. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, you can go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, the, uh, I want to shout out uh, first. Uh, the, our game is in uh, Steam and uh, uh, on Oculus. It's called I Hate Santa. Check it out, and uh, yeah, it totally check it out and see uh, what the two uh, two people can do. And uh, you know, I also want to say you two can do it. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, so it's a very small game, but I think it's perfect for the holiday. It's better you have you have kids, you have girls. So it's not a hardcore game, but uh, it should be have a lot of fun there. Yeah, it's it's nothing special, but it's totally fun. I promise you. And also, uh, I want to shout out to uh, you know to big thanks to uh, our family and uh, our wives. And thank you very much for supporting us, so we can have this little achievement, little fulfillment. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you, uh, Larry and Brandon. Yeah, to uh, let us be here. Of course. That last one sounded like you were at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, 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 stop fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you guys. Cheers. Well, it's been a wonderful hour of everyone's time, and I appreciate you guys being here. I got a little bit of work to do tonight, so I want to say Larry Charles Game Dead Chain. Good night. This is Brandon Fan. Thanks for joining us. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.